What is up, guys? I'm Maximus Messner, your host of the Max Talk. Now, today I'll be discussing a lot of things concerning the NFL, like why I have, um, you'll find out later in the segment in the Super Bowl, uh, who I think will win the Super Bowl, uh, and some other stuff concerning the Bills Chiefs game, which was a crazy game, in my opinion, in my opinion, on the NFL overtime rules, along with how, along with how, um, Tom Brady is feeling right now and what his next move is, and, um, also the most important position in football. It's not the quarterback. You'll see later in the segment. So this is going to be a banger segment, guys. Now, first, let's talk about how crazy, how crazy the Bills-Chiefs game was, all right? This was crazy. Well, first off, first off, first off, um, 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 who is this beast of a receiver, Gabriel Davis? Like, bro, who is this boy? Like, this man went absolutely banana bonkers against the Chiefs secondary. He had eight receptions. Only eight. That is crazy. Only eight receptions for 201, 201, 201 yards and four, just get that, four freaking touchdowns, including me play of the night with him catching a 70-yard dime from Josh Allen and scoring a touchdown. That was crazy to watch. And he's, and he's and he is the first NFL wide receiver to have four receiving touchdowns in a playoff game. That is insane. The first one, like, come on, where's Jerry Rice or Randy Moss? Like, bro, Gabriel Davis is, like, four-string wide receiver. Just That just tells you how crazy the NFL is. Um, but on the on a sad note, Stephon Diggs, like, after last year's AFC championship game, uh, Chiefs versus Bills, when the Chiefs were celebrating, <clears throat> uh, Stephon Diggs was, like, standing there just watching it, like, looking all motivational. And people were saying all year, hey, he's going to come back. He's going to destroy the Chiefs when they meet again in the playoffs this year. Well, let's see how that went. Three receptions, seven yards. Three receptions, seven yards for that photo. That's kind of disappointing, and I feel bad for him because kind of D- Gabriel Davis uh, took the spotlight. But on the bright side, this Stephon Diggs did have a crazy athletic touchdown in the back of the end zone, which isn't really talked about. But uh, yeah, three receptions, seven yards, and a athletic touchdown. I mean, that's not the best for what he did last season, like last like last game when they met. <laughs> Voice track last game when they um. They met when he was just looking at them celebrating. So, kind of disappointing, but hey, just NFL's crazy. And the craziest scoring ratio in the NFL in NFL history happened where the Bills and Chiefs scored 24 points in the final minute, okay? Just get that in, boy. Final minute! Like, bro, 1-0-0 on the clock. One minute, 60 freaking seconds, and they scored 24 points. 24 points. That's like the average score of an NFL game for four quarters. And they did it in one minute. That's just unheard of. And that's probably the first time that's <clears throat> happened. Patrick Holmes had 13 seconds to march down the field, all right? Thir- 13 seconds. One three, all right? That's not even 20 seconds. Not even half a minute. And he did it. He marched down this, the field, scored a touchdown in 30 seconds. 13 seconds. That is insane. Um, Another crazy thing. I already, know, I already know I talked about this, but it's just crazy. And Allen's throw to Gabriel Davis for the 75-yard score was insane. Like, Josh Allen launched that boy. Like, his arm looked like a freaking rocket jolted. Like, jolted out of his arm. That was just insane to watch. And another crazy stat line was that both Allen and Mahomes in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter in overtime, they freaking just... These were both crazy stat lines, all right? Allen had 102 yards and two touchdowns, and Mahomes had 188 yards and two touchdowns, okay? Most quarterbacks have that stat line after four quarters, but these two elite superstars did that in freaking two minutes. That is insane. Literally, never been done. That is insane, all right? 
this whole game was just insane. I'm going to say that a lot about this game. But of course, to end it off, Mahomes has to throw a dot to win the, in the back of the end zone, a dot in the back of the end zone to win the game for the Chiefs. And now the Chiefs are hosting their fourth AFC Championship game. Patrick Mahomes, you're a good quarterback, but bro, please don't turn into Tom Brady, man. Like, bro. <sighs> All right, now this um, leads us to the NFL overtime rules, in my opinion on it. Well, my opinion on the NFL overtime rules, well, I think they are stupid, dumb. Like, the game shouldn't be decided by a freaking coin. Like, like literally, when the Chiefs and Bills, like, the ref flipped the coin, he literally flipped it, and he's like, all right, Chiefs, you have won the game. Good job. You're going to the AFC Championship. That's not how football should be done. <clears throat> Both teams should have an even chance, all right? Like, the NFL overtime rules are the stupidest thing in football besides cheerleaders, all right? Maybe even the most stupidest thing. Like, each team should have a chance until one team doesn't score. That is a simple and smooth rule for overtime. Like, they should make it like college overtime rules because college is literally better than the NFL, just regardless. But that will make it the NFL more like college football, which will make it more fun to watch. So there. There we have it. Now we move on to the question, and that is, what is Tom Brady feeling right now? And what he's thinking? Well, he's probably going to announce a purge. He's going to announce a purge, like, like like the like the purge song um on his defense because they literally were the victims of the purge because the rams offense was absolutely on fire like cooper cup and obj might be the best wide receiver duo right now and they went crazy against uh buccaneers secondary and just the whole defense now this is not a very this is not very normal for brady to not be in his divisional championship and it's gonna feel really weird when he's watching the super bowl in his mansion with giselle with giselle and kissing his kids yep i said it i'm a menace all right now do i think this is the end of the road for tom brady well it's hard to tell what his next move is going to be so here's what i think tom brady lost in the playoffs and that's not not something you see every day now is he going to retire well before i say the answer let me tell you this tom brady is the greatest player of all time the greatest quarterback of all time he has seven freaking super bowl rings most quarterbacks have one or two Super Bowl rings. Not even two. Tom Brady has seven freaking Super Bowl rings. And his receivers were Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, Wes Welker, like white boys. And he did that with white boys. Unless you're not counting the 2007 season where he had the best version of Randy Moss, in my opinion. But he had white boys as his receivers. And he had Gronk. Um, he has seven Super Bowl rings. I already mentioned that. I just can't stop mentioning that because it's crazy. He has the mindset of Yoda and Kobe Bryant mixed together. <clears throat> he eats literal grass and lettuce every day, drinks every ounce of water on, of, on the planet every day, and he's a superstar quarterback. And he's 44 years old. And even though he lost to the Rams and is out of the playoffs, now he's still only lost by a field goal. Tom Brady gave it his all, and he almost came back. Um, he gave it his all. Now, all sports stories end with a team winning a championship. Well, Tom Brady has seven rings, so you probably expect him to retire his his great this great legacy. And we actually um, thought he was going to do it last season, but after he won his seventh Super Bowl ring. But here's here's what I think. Now, Tom Brady having an incredible mindset and how he thinks and how good his mental health is, he's not going to retire on a loss. Not with his mindset. He's going to train all offseason, eat all the greens in the world, drink all the water in the world, get lots of sleep, and get his mind in the full focus to get his eighth ring when he is holding and um, when the 2022-2023 season rolls around. And when he's holding the Lombardi Trophy for the eighth time in February 2023, he's going, yeah, that's right, I said it. He won it. He's going to get, win his eighth ring, all right? 
in February 2023. And when he's holding up the Lombardi Trophy for the eighth time in February 2023, he's going to announce his retirement to the whole world and the GOAT will finally lay down his throne. Well, actually he won't. He will not lay down his throne because his throne is never going to end. No one will ever surpass Brady. No one ever. Yeah. Now, let's talk about how crazy the NFL weekend was, but we will only be talking about one specific category, the three GOATs. Evan McPherson, Matt Gay, and Robbie Gold. These guys are the most important piece to each remaining team in the playoffs right now. Now, this is a hot take, and it will probably make Justin Tucker and Young Hoku mad, but I think Evan McPherson is the best kicker in football right now. This man is freaking clutch. He has lots of confidence. He told Joey Shicey, this was, this was just, this was just like, Black Force energy, right? He told Joey Shicey right before he kicked the game-winning field goal, looks like 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 he told Joey Shicey right before he went kicked the game-winning field goal, and to send the uh, the Bengals to the AFC Championship. Well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. Like, bro, that boy is a menace. That boy has Black Force freaking energy, bro. And I think the kicker is the most important position in football. Like, this is a this is uh, the man that can give your franchise a chance at winning a ring. Like, sure, you need an elite quarterback, but can a quarterback kick a 47-yard field goal to win the game in crunch time or, like, in, in like, really, like, nerve-wracking time? If the team is not in a position to score a touchdown, like, you, you, you have to have a kicker. That's why you need an elite kicker on your team. Like, that three-point ratio is the most nerve-wracking and most important number in football, in my opinion. Now let's talk about the big topic in this segment. And that's who I think will be in the Super Bowl this year. <clears throat> well, first off, the, AC, the AFC Championship game is the Bengals versus the Chiefs. And it is the Bengals versus the Chiefs. And it's going to be a very good game. It's going to be a banger to watch. Now, let me break down who will win. Now, it's going to be a tough for the Bengals if they want to beat the Chiefs. Because, well, the Chiefs have a top one quarterback, a top one receiver, and a top one tight end. Along with an elite offensive line led by Creed Humphrey, who is a top one center. On offense, along with a very elite offense who can take control of a game with underrated guys like McCole Hardman, Clyde Edwards, Larry, Jarek McKinnon, McKinnon, who was actually really underrated, Byron Pringle, and Blake Bell. Like, I was watching, like, back to Jarek McKinnon, I was watching the Chiefs Bowl game. This boy, like, was on a screen pass, he caught it, and he trucked through, like, a linebacker. It was crazy. And he's, like, and he's, like, five something, five foot something, and he's, like, 195 pounds. It's crazy. But well, for the Bengals defense, this is going to be a challenge because they don't have the brightest defense, but it can still stop elite offenses. Just ask Ryan Tannehill and uh, Derek Henry. Ha, 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 Sorry, I had to. <clears throat> well, the Bengals have a, a good fires on defense with guys like Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, Logan Wilson, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Chidabe Awuzie, Trey Flowers, Eli Apple, Mike Hilton, and Darius Phillips. So in my opinion, if the Chiefs play a, play a strong run game, then the Bengals are going to get crushed because... If they play a strong passing game, which they will, which they will, the Bengals could possibly lock them down because the Bengals have a very underrated secondary, and I think that will be the biggest reason that the Bengals can stop the Chiefs back in the day. And let me go back to the running game. Like, I'm not really sure with the Chiefs because like they have two very underrated running backs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Jake McKinnon, and I just it's gonna be hard to tell if the Bengals can stop that because I mean they have they have an elite defensive line, but their linebacker core isn't that strong. They only have Logan Wilson, who's a star, don't get me wrong, but, like, he can't do it all. So, I don't know. But that's just going to be iffy. Um, now, for the Bengals, they have a very elite offense, almost as good as the Chiefs. I said it, almost as good as the Chiefs. And with the Bengals' depth, they may have a better offense than the Chiefs. They have Joey Shiesty at the throne, leading the offense. They have Joe Mixon, OU legend, who is a beast that have, who, who is a beast at running back. They have Jamar Chase, Chase is on the case, who is a beast of receiver, and they have two very underrated receivers, and they are T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and a very underrated tight end in CJ Uzoma. 
So the Bengals have a pretty stacked offense, and they have lots of underrated guys like <clears throat> Samaj P. Ryan, OU legend, Chris Evans, along with Mike Thomas, Trent Taylor, Auden Tate, Thaddeus Moss, and Drew Sample. So, man, do the Bengals have firepower on the, on the offensive side of the ball. Now, the Chiefs aren't defense. Well, it's going to be a challenge for them to stop Joey Shiesty and the Bengals' hot offense. But the defense could stop <clears throat> a lot of things, like the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs have a an elite secondary with guys like Tyron Matthew, who can do a number of things. Legereus Sneed, Rashad Fenton, Chavarius Ward, DeAndre Baker, Juwan Thur- Thornhill, and Daniel Sorensen. So they have a stacked, underrated secondary, which makes you think, can they stop the Bengals' passing attack? They also have a good run-stopping group of guys like Chris Jones, Flink, Frank Clark, Nick Bolton, and Melvin Ingram. So could the Chiefs potentially stop the Bengals' offense? Well, here's my opinion on what's going to happen in the game. It's going to be a battle of offenses. Uh, both teams, yeah, they have underrated defenses, but not uh, they have underrated defenses, but not elite defenses. So it's going to be up to each team's offense to win the playoff game for them. Now, the game plan I have for each team is, well, for the Bengals on offense, they need to create some <clears throat> room for Joey's franchise to scramble and get yards and be like white chocolate. And they need to create good offense, offensive yards with Jomar Chase and let him do his thing. They also need to make sure Joe Mixon is pounding the ball really hard for positive yards. And they need their offensive line re- to really come through for Joey Burr so that he can he doesn't get sacked a lot like he did last game against the Titans. And for the Bengals on defense, they need to play a zone against Tyreek and Kelsey and Mahomes. Because if they get in the open field, then it's game over for the Chiefs. The Chiefs will dominate. All right, that's just what I think. Now, for the Chiefs on um, offense, they need to worry mostly about the Bengals' underrated defense of line, with Trey Anderson and Sam Hubbard being underrated players on the defensive line. They need to worry about Logan Wilson because he is a speedy linebacker who can stretch the field and make plays, so he wouldn't, so he would be the one to slow down the Chiefs' offense. And they need to worry about Jesse Bates and Vaughn Bell over the top of safety. They would be the guys to lurk, lurk Hill and Kelsey. So I think the Chiefs need to get the ball to Tyreek in shorter routes and let him be shifty and do his moves. And they need to air it out to Kelsey on streaks and corner routes. And they need to set up screen passes for Jerick McKinnon, who is known to be shifty. <coughs> on defense for the Chiefs, Chris Jones needs to get to Joe Burrow and get in his head. And Nick Bolton and Moment Ingram need to uh, contain Joe Mixon. And they need and then Tyron Matthew and Lajarius need to Lajarius need need to shut down Jamar Chase and T Higgins. And Juwan Thornhill needs to stop Tyler Boyd. Now after all this. Who do I have going to the Super Bowl? Well, I have the Bengals beating the Chiefs with a field goal because the kicker is the most important position in football. I have the Bengals winning 44 to 41. Boom, I said it. Ba 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 Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Let's go, baby. Joey. Joey Shiesty. Joey Franchise. Yep, let's go. <clears throat> now for the Rams and 49ers, this is going to be a fun game to watch in the NFC Championship. <clears throat> so let me, let, let me break down who will win. Well, first off, let's start with the team who beat the, the team that should be in the NFC Championship. That would be the uh, Cowboys. That should have been the Cowboys, but it's unfortunately the 49ers. Man, very sad game. Uh, the 49ers have a very good balanced offense. They have, I don't know how he's underrated Jimmy G at quarterback. They have a very underrated running back in Elijah Mitchell. They have a superstar wide receiver slash running back slash every position on the field in Debo Samuel. They have the they have and they have uh, a top five tight end in George Kittle. <clears throat> this is the team that potentially could dominate Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. It's not going to be a surprise if they shut down the Rams defense. Look what they did to the Cowboys defense, who was number one in the league in my opinion uh, <clears throat> before they played the 49ers. Now for the Rams, they need to make sure um, they double team Debo Samuel because that man is a Swiss Army knife. 
with offensive weapons. He has so many weapons. He does like he 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 does. He just has so many weapons. He can catch an 80 yard pass while being covered by an elite defensive back. He can run the ball like CMC. He makes jukes and spins and cuts and even hurdles that can rip out the heart and soul of an NFL defense. That man is an elite player. So they really need to put their best safety and best linebacker on Debo. So that would be Taylor Rapp and Von Miller with some backup in Jalen Ramsey. <clears throat> now, speaking of Jalen Ramsey, he is the exact player that is going to shut down Jimmy G because I know Jalen Ramsey won't be embarrassed by won't be embarrassed in the playoffs by an underwear model throwing dots over him into Debo's hand and him getting burned. Okay, he's not going to let that happen. And he and he has backup to um two and Darius Williams and David Long Jr. <clears throat> As for the Rams, they have Matthew Stafford, who's finally. Finally, the Lords, the prayers, they have helped Matthew Stafford. He is in his first NFC Championship game. And he's playing in his first championship. Like, that's crazy. He was playing in his first NFC Championship game. Guys, remember, he was drafted in 2009. That just tells you how bad the Lions were. But, but anyways, <clears throat> Stafford has the number two wide receiver in the NFL to throw to in Cooper Cup, a.k.a. White Chocolate. Cup is a menace. He should win MVP. He, that it should not be Rodgers. It, it should be Cup. He should win MVP. It's just obvious. He also has OBJ to throw to. And just FYI, Baker was the problem, not OBJ. And he still has Robert Woods to pass to as, as well as Tyler Higley, Higby. And they have one of the best run games in the NFL with K-Makers, who is back. And he went crazy against the Cardinals just five or six months after tearing his ACL. And they also have Daryl Henderson along with Jake Funk. So the 49ers really need to game plan against Cooper Cup and double-team him while also worrying about OBJ and K-Makers. So hopefully Nick Bosa can handle the pressure of taking on K-Makers. And I think he can, <clears throat> He can, <clears throat> while Jimmy Ward and Malian Mosley, along with Jaquias Tart, Jaquias Tart, worry about the Rams receiving threats. And here's my predictions on how the game is going to go. The Rams are still going to dominate the heck out of the 49ers with their passing attack because Cup and OBJ are crazy good in what they, at what they do. So it's going to be a nightmare for the 49ers secondary. But the 49ers have something good coming their way. And they and they go by the names of Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and Eric Armstead. Who might get in Stafford's head when they power through the line and sack him for losses. I don't know. That might, ha- that might happen. And the, 40- and the 49ers are still going to freaking put on a show by giving the ball to their best player. And that is Debo Samuel. I think Debo can get, the, uh, get by the Rams linebacker core. But he might <clears throat> have to lose it. Use a, uh, use a little extra juice when trying to get past Aaron Donald. But he is still going to dominate the Rams' defense because, I mean, he's Debo. And, you know, a really cool matchup I can't wait to see. It's Debo versus Aaron Donald. That's going to be really fun to watch. Uh, as for Jimmy G, I think he's going to get outplayed by Jalen Ramsey in the Rams' secondary. And I think he won't do as um, do as good as, he been, as, he is, as he's been doing these past couple, ga- couple games. And that's going to be the reason why I have the Rams... Winning by a touchdown, 28-34, to and going to face the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Now, there you have it, folks. The team who will be competing for the Lombardi Trophy will be the Bengals and Rams. Now, who do I think will, will win? Well, it's going to be a very, 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 very hard-fought battle. But I think it's going to be the Rams. Matthew Stafford is going to say, let's go, boys. I've worked hard to get here. It's been an amazing season, and I've never gotten a chance because I've been on the Lions. So, I'm going to win this thing, and that's why Matthew Stafford will be very emotional when he's holding off the Amari Trophy with Cooper Cup, who will be the Super Bowl MVP, who might possibly catch the game when he touchdown. I don't know. But, man, there you have it. Those are my predictions. Let's go, baby. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to this episode of Max Talk. I have some bangers I'm going to, going to be recording throughout the next two weeks, so get ready for that. Maximus out.